You're listening to Joy Coaching America with the Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant, spreading upbeat, uplifting, informative messages of hope and happiness from sea to shining sea from our home in the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant interviewing Tina Kendall. Tina comes to us from Washington. She's administrative assistant for Joy Coaching America, the coaching system that is Christ-centered and faith-based. And today we are discussing the amazing and mysterious ways that God works in our lives. And that if we will listen and we will hearken and we will follow, we will have amazing avenues open up to us. So Tina, I would love for you to share. We were just talking about the incredible uh, journey that you went on when you parked in front of a daycare, an abandoned daycare, and then God said, go start a daycare. So you and your husband did that together. And I would love for you to share, how did you decide on your curriculum? Well, that's kind of an interesting little story. Steve and I had gone home and we were telling God, Hey, we don't want to do this. This is crazy. And then I said, well, let's pray about it. And so he knelt down to pray and I knelt down to pray both privately, silently. And he lifted his head and I lifted my head and we looked at each other and in unison said, it's valued kids. Our job is to teach values to children. And the first five years, I tell you, it was rough. And the next five years were pretty darn challenging too. But now I'm in a position where I have amazing leadership at the daycare and have been able to go forward and pursue my joy coaching a little more. And I am in a position where in October, actually, I walked past the building that said it was for rent and it was next door to where I'd previously had an office. And I was like, really, is it time for me to open an office again? And I had that overwhelming, powerful feeling of, yes, do this. And so we walked through the building with the owner and I put it off for a few days. And I woke up one morning and said, today's the day you're signing the lease. So I called him and he says, oh, well, I showed the building to two more people yesterday. And I said, nope, we're signing the lease today. And I came over and we signed a lease and it was a big open room with a bathroom. That's all that was here. And in a week and a half flat, we're talking, it was 11 days. We have, we built up and I have a massage room. I have a, a coaching room. I have a little workspace where there's, you know, our little kitchenette and stuff. My husband has his office. I have my little office desk space with a greeting table and a waiting room and a classroom. And we subdivided this space into this beautiful environment where I can welcome people to walk in and see pictures of my savior, our savior, where I can walk, they can walk in and it's peaceful and it's joyful. And they feel that peace as they walk in. I have married so to speak, many little avenues and, and things. We teach CPR. Great. We're teaching CPR tonight. We handle the greater Lewis County area. So Centralia, Chehalis, on up into Olympia, Lacey, Tumwater area through Thurston County and on down into Longview area. So we cover kind of this whole I-5 corridor full of people here in Washington. And I have people that come a couple hours away to come see me. And I appreciate that so much, but I definitely do things differently than others in the area. I'm not a massage therapist. 
but I help people relax and I teach relaxation and I am a joy coach and I help them to release the energy and those emotional blocks and to move through them and receive the blessings that are available to them. I use essential oils. I use um, vibrational scanning. I use all kinds of modalities to allow us to receive the information and input in order to be able to go back and share. Well, it's, it's so wonderful to see and to take a little walk through your office, you know, and to be able to see the rooms and to, to watch that miracle come together for you. And I know when you were, you were pondering that and then boom, you just did it. One of the things that I hope that our listening audience is gleaning from listening to you is that when, when God gives you an idea and he gives you his high five on that idea, you know that it's going to be successful and that there doesn't mean there's not going to be challenges and it doesn't mean that it's going to always be easy, but you know that when you feel directed and inspired to move in a certain direction, especially when you're rebuilding a dream, because all of this began happening after the flood, right? After the flood. And then one step at a time. And I remember times when you wanted to devote more time to joy coaching and you were very much in the trenches of working with the daycare. And it's been wonderful to see how you have gotten leaders. You've been able to find those people that you can trust with those little children so that you have the time and the energy and the ability to continue pursuing your dream. Today, uh, we even had a call this morning on Bruce Wilkinson's book, The Preface of Dream Giver, and how so many people have lost their dreams. So many people have had a broken dream in the last two years. And many people are trying, are scrambling, trying to pick up the pieces of a broken dream. And, and I shared that as you, even if you can find a few pieces, even if you can't remember what your dream was, even if discouragement has set in, if you can find a few pieces of the remnants of an old dream, you can build a new dream from it. And I, I love watching what has evolved from your love of little children to enrolling in the Lullaby Connection through Joy Coaching America, and now having that spread and build and blossom into a beautiful, a beautiful business that can benefit so many counties, so many people in your communities in which you live. You know, something that just dawned on me is that when I first started out and I formed Valued Wellness, I didn't have joy coaching initially. And I was only focused on essential oils and CPR. That's all I was focused on when I first opened Valued Wellness. And it didn't grow. It was stuck. It was stagnant. It wasn't until I put the joy coaching and the savior as the center of my program Mm. that things grew. It wasn't until I put the savior as that integral piece and allowed him to be the building block that I'm building everything upon that things grew. I love that. I think that that's so inspirational. When we've lost a dream, go back to the core, go back to our core value, go find the Lord. He can teach us what he would have us do in the next season of our life. And 
many lives have been changing across America and around the world. And to be able to go find that core value, that uh, belief, even the power of prayer to overcome the fear, the doubt, the grief, and then to begin asking, what would you have me do now, Lord? What would you have me be? What would you have me pursue? I need to rebuild. And that can happen at any age. That can happen after a divorce. It can happen after a flood. It can happen when the children leave the home and you have an empty nest. And you have a, a wonderful background in raising four sons and also in having dealt with some autism in their childhoods. And so I would love to have you address that. We have about a minute, but we can come back, whatever we don't finish. Uh, that hasn't been easy, but I'm sure it's given you a huge uh, degree of patience and love in serving all varieties of little children and all of God's children. So just let's jump into that subject. What have you learned as a mother of your particular family members? Well, and I believe that because I have all four of my children have ADHD like I do, two of them have autism and one of them has ADHD autism and he has schizoaffective disorder. So he's pre-schizophrenic. So we have a lot of mental health stuff going on. And yet what I've learned is that everyone is valued and every soul is important and essential. And at our daycare, that's one of the things that we do is we try and maintain that focus on valuing each person and each child individually. And that's why we tend to give kids a little more chances than most daycares do. And why we're sometimes known as, oh, if they've been kicked out of everywhere else, take them to them. Because valued kids tries our best to work with and value each child and their strengths and weaknesses. Well, I think that that is beautiful and exciting and the, the perfect qualifications for um, someone who's ministering to God's children. I just, I love that. I love what you've brought to your valued wellness. I love what you're bringing to Joy Coaching America. And we will continue this interview right after these station breaks and we'll be right back. This is Carolyn Grant, Joy Coaching America. To see what I can be. He lifts his eyes, he sees. 
from sea to shining sea and beyond. You're listening to Joy Coaching America Worldwide with show host and Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant interviewing Tina Kendall today on our Joy Coaching America Radio Hour. And Tina, boy, I, I hear so many principles behind, you know, in the underlying foundation of the things that you're sharing. I hear that we need to walk closely enough with the Lord that when he says, turn to the left, we turn to the left. When he says, turn to the right, we turn to the right. When he says, start a new business, we rely on him to help us to do that. And when you joined Joy Coaching America, I had only written the modules for certified regional joy coaches. And it was really the way it needed to start, I guess, because we needed a group of women across America that could, that had the gifts, that had the, the abilities to nurture a grieving heart, a broken heart for any number of reasons. And the beautiful thing about the joy coaches is that every one of us has our areas of expertise where where one has been through cancer, another has been through broken marriage. There's all different kinds of niches that we fulfill. And so it's been really an exciting journey to meet up and to find one another and to proceed holding hands. And then we decided there needs to be a level one, there needs to be a level two. And now these certified regional joy coaches who are giving sessions can help me in the instruction part and give instruction to those women and children and men, fathers and mothers who are looking for tools in their lives to help nurture their families, to nurture their own heart, their own home and their own family. And maybe they're not ready. It's not the season of their life to get out and start an entire new business, a new coaching business for their community yet because they're busy stay-at-home moms or they're working full-time and coming home at night and looking for tools on how to tuck in their children or how to nurture their husband or how to give themselves a session, especially I think all of this has been well-prepared and in a timely manner so that when people were grieving and going through the last two years, that there's tools for that. So now you are a certified regional joy coach. You've gone through module three many times um, being very diligent and really implementing the information, the education. And now you are a certified regional joy coach and instructor of joyful living for families who want to learn how to have more joy, more peace, more love in their homes. And so I'd love for you to share with us, why would that be important, uh, especially at this time in the world's history? Why do you think there needs to be classes that teach faith-filled, joyful living courses? Well, Karen, the thing is, we can't possibly all know naturally how to take care of ourselves and our families as far as nurturing and especially doing it with the Lord as the foundation. We just aren't programmed that way. We're programmed to get up and go, 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 go. That seems to be the way of the world these days. And joyful living takes a step back. And we start with our Cherishing Hearts Blessings and Blend book. And it is full of literal treasures 
of helping us to remember whose child we are. And as we give this, this little introduction class and we talk about how to use these blessings and blends in our lives and in nurturing our own self and our own souls, I was able to take a dear friend who was dealing with huge depression and anxiety and who was really distraught and not wanting to continue her life. And I was able to share with her in a um, healer's touch, nine touch point session, she laid down on the massage table and I was able to apply oils to her and share her specific cherishing heart blessings. And as I shared those messages with her, her entire countenance shifted and she could feel the powerful love of her heavenly father. Well, in just that introductory class about this Cherishing Heart book, we're empowering families to bring that into their home and to receive those huge blessings that are there for each and every individual person in that family. And then we're teaching them the Healer's Touch method that shows these nine touch points and allows them to learn how to overcome some of these wounds and rifts in their life. We're sharing with them divine essence and that divinity of their individual person and being. We're giving them a course on the lullaby connection and allowing them to learn how to nurture their children and put their children to sleep with positive conversations and with music, with the lullabies and with these um, visual imagery creating messages that allow these children. One of my favorite is the heart wardrobe where we teach our children that they can put on the heart they want to wear for the day. Do they want to put on a joyful and happy heart or do they want to put on a grumpy heart? Mm -hmm. And that's one of my very favorite stories that allows kids to kind of visualize and choose what do I want to wear today and how do I want to behave? And it allows the parents to spend that moment with that child connecting and having those critical conversations and building those relationships. Then we're teaching them ancient legacy and allowing them to see how our past history through the scriptures and who, through especially the women of the scriptures and what those women's examples taught us. And so we're taking a very foundational principles from each of those programs and sharing them as a coach and as a, an educator for Joyful Living we're allowed to impart those amazing messages with each of these individuals so that they can use them in their own life and within their family. If they want to share it wider as a coach, then they need to jump onto level two and be trained as a coach and receive the education that I've received from Karen. And if they want to go on to level three and become an educator, then that's what their next step is. But first they have to gain that education for themselves. And so as an educator, with Joy Coaching America, I am allowed to share that message and that joyful living portion and encourage them to step into the role of a coach as well, if that's something that they choose, if they want to share it beyond themselves and their families. And don't you think that every woman is a coach and we may not be, we may not have taken coaching classes or coaching skills, but every woman is going to have to coach her children to happiness and to realizing that they have choices. Every woman's going to have to coach herself, learn how to be very emotionally self-sufficient in a world where we need to develop our skills for courage and bravery and overcoming. 
And then for joy coaching our spouses. And if we're single, and for many years I was, if we're single, that's another ball of wax that we get to deal with because there's you're taking on sometimes two roles, the role of the father and the mother while you have children on visitation. There's so much for a working mother or a working dad and then to come home. And I had so many women as my clients saying, I come home and all I do is yell at my children and feed them, throw them a Gino's pizza and just tell them to get into bed and, and yell at them if they want to drink water or if they get up crying. And I just, I couldn't stand that. I couldn't bear to think of little children being treated like this. And, but knowing that going through the, the role of a single mother, that, that times are difficult. You're exhausted after working eight hours and even being a mother that's married. If you are a primary provider in your home, you're tired too. And so what I wanted to do was to create those imagery inducing lyrics so that people could visualize and go to sleep at night. These little children could be nurtured by their mother. And if their mother was too tired, she could leave the CD playing and and have that music, which is all faith-based and Christ-centered going into her children's minds. I, I know that we've talked about this in our classes, but what if every child had a nurturing mom in the home? What if every little child got to feel like they had a sacred space and a safe place to come home and tell about the bullying that happened at school or the, the kid that was mean to them or the scary thing that happened at school so that these emotions didn't get lodged and blocked into their hearts, their minds, their bodies and carried with them into their adulthoods where then they have to take care of those kinds of emotions. So we're gonna keep going with that line of thought when we get back from these messages. And Tina, thank you so much for being here. You wrapped that up. You described those four classes so beautifully. I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. We're Joy Coaching America, Carolyn Grant with Tina Kendall, and we'll be right back. We hope you have a beautiful, happy, joy-filled day. Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace. One happy listener at a time. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America. This is Carolyn Grant, and we're having a wonderful discussion here today with Tina Kendall, who is Administrative Assistant for Joy Coaching America out of Washington. And this has been fun because Tina and I met in an unusual way. We have to admit that God works in mysterious ways, brings us together, found us through a CD sitting on a shelf of songs that I had written during my years as a single mother. Uh, and Tina found it and, and took it away from that point on and, and life has evolved and her testimony is such a beautiful testimony of the savior. And I think 
that as we all move into 2022, there have been griefs that we have experienced. There have been uh, sorrows that we have seen. We've been privy to the sadnesses and the heartaches of others who have gone through sad experiences in the last two years during COVID. And we thought that 2021 was going to be a reprieve from 2020 and 2021 was challenging. So now we're all taking the bull by the horns and saying, I am going to create a beautiful 2022. And that's going to take courage, bravery, courageousness, conviction. And I do believe putting our hand in the savior's hand and really walking and talking with him. You know, this year, Tina, I did not make uh, yearly resolutions. I did not make new year's resolutions. Instead, I said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the thought that came to me was, I want you to live by daily revelations, not new year's resolutions. It's too easy to, to think when you break that new year's resolution to never eat sugar again by January 3rd, and the resolution is broken that you think, well, I blew it for the year. And I love that this whole coaching program is based on baby steps and just walking one day at a time and really putting our hand in the hand of the Lord. Um, I want to just talk to you a little bit about the accumulation of sorrows and how we do accumulate those things. If we do not release them in a timely manner and how every day can be a day of of recognizing that there were some happy times today and there were some sad times today, but I can release those and drop those burdens at the Savior's feet. So I would just love to hear your take on the power of emotional release in your life, because I know you've done your homework. You have gone through those classes. You have done the journaling. And so if you could just share with us the power of emotional release in your life, getting back to that inner child, and how that has blessed your life. Well, you know, one of the things that I've learned over the years is that, I mean, goes back, back to Louise Hayes' book, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And we look at how all these emotions we have, if we stuff them, they get stopped and our emotional progress gets stopped and thwarted. And the mental health challenges all around us are huge and prevalent. And most of that mental health stuff goes back to a foundation of emotions that have been stopped and blocked. And so as a joy coach and individually, as I've walked through this program, and yes, I am, I am sometimes I'm better than others at taking each assignment and sitting down and doing those assignments. I've decided that I can't, as a coach, ask someone to do something that I am unwilling to do. <clears throat> if I'm going to ask someone to go journal on this or process this, then I better have done it for myself so that I have some experience there. And I mean, we've done non-dominant writing where I sit down and write a question out that I need an answer to. And then I switch hands and I'll sit there and I'll draw or I'll color or I'll write with my left hand and allow that other side of my brain to take over and pull up things that are important and things and messages that maybe I need that I haven't accessed in a long time. And while the first time Karen asked me to do that, I thought she was absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I thought it was crazy, but I gleaned information for myself that I didn't know was there. 
And it's intriguing to me to see how each of these little tools we've been given through life. I, I like to liken it under a toolbox. God has this huge toolbox that has everything we could possibly ever need. And as we walk through life, as an infant, we are handed just, you know, the ability to drink a bottle. We learn how to use our hands to hold the bottle. Okay. That's all we've got in that moment. Well, then we learn how to use a screwdriver and a drill and, you know, as things grow and it doesn't matter if I've got a full wood shop of a zillion tools, if I don't know how to use them, they're pointless. So joy coaching has given me the ability to unlock that tool and realize that I've got it to use and not just to use for myself, but to use it for others. I love that. And, and we're not just, you know, the atonement is great for people to know it's there, but if they don't know how to use it then it's pointless in their life. If it's not applicable, then it's not fathomable. And it's not until we learn or we're coached into understanding that it's applicable to us too. And that leads me to my next question. I would love for you to share your testimony. We're going to wrap up this call with your favorite song from His Unfailing Love, which is He Is My Savior Too. And that was my experience in writing that song was that that was my aha moment that he was my savior too. And I had always thought he was for everybody else, for everybody else, but that I had to deal with my own weaknesses on my own. I would love for you to share in the next few minutes, your powerful testimony, Tina, because I've come to cherish your testimony as well as my own of the savior and that he is your savior too. You know, it's so true. I have learned, especially in this past year, I've gained such an appreciation for being able to let go and realize I'm not in charge and that it's okay to ask God, how can I be of service today? How can I be thy hands on this earth today? And just today, for instance, I had a friend's name come up that I needed to share a message with her. I reached out not knowing anything and find out that she was in a really dark space. I had someone else reach out that she needed groceries. So I sent an Instacart delivery. Our job is to strive to listen to the promptings and to reach out and to serve. And I feel like if I can strive to be God's hands on earth, then I'm doing everything I can in the moment. Mm, I love that, Tina. I love that you sent an Instacart delivery. That is so sweet. And so beautiful. And how would that feel to be that person on the other end that goes to their door and there is a delivery of food because they took the courage. It's very, it takes a lot of courage to drop your burden and to share your hurts and your, your fears with somebody else. And that is what I love about the women in joy coaching America. I love that you have been on here with me today. I'm so grateful for who you are, for your strengths, for your leadership, for your dependability, for your encouragement, for what you're doing for the communities there in Washington, for the beautiful building that you have just erected and dedicated to God to minister to his children. He is all of our savior. We all get to embrace him and we will close this Joy Coaching America call with a beautiful hug to you, Tina, across the miles and with a hug to all of our listening audience as we share together the song, he is my savior too. Thank you. This is Karen Lynn Grant, Joy Coaching America, and God bless America.
Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time. Welcome to Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant, and today I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing a very wonderful friend of mine. This is Tina Kendall, and Tina, I'm so happy to have you here with me. Tina is the administrative assistant to myself in the entire Joy Coaching America project. It's a ministry, it's a beautiful organization for helping women to find their gifts in nurturing and then to spread those gifts of nurturing to their own homes, families, and communities. Tina, welcome today. I'm so happy to have you here with me. I'm so glad to be here with you today, Karen. So wonderful. I'm just excited. (laughs) I'm excited too. It's really, it's so wonderful when we find kindred friends across the miles. It's not like we're next door neighbors. You know, we found each other and you live in Washington and I live in Utah and we have become dear and best friends across the miles. So Tina, I would love for you to share your story with us today, because I think it is a powerful story. You are a woman of faith. You are a woman of courage. You are an overcomer and you are an achiever and an accomplisher of many good things. And I would just love to have you share a bit of your background and inspire other women in your season of life with what you are doing and accomplishing and how each one of us can make a big difference right where we are. Okay. Well, let me back up for a minute. As a child, my mom taught me that music changed our moods. So I learned as a little girl 
to rely on Christ-centered music and it would help lift my mood. And I have CDs, so many CDs of Christ-centered music and that has always been my anchor and staple. And it was several years ago and I was walking through a store and I walked past a CD, it said His Unfailing Love. And I was like, oh, cool. I don't need any more CDs, but I've never listened to any music by this Karen Lynn Grant. Cool. I like that. And I just kept walking. Again, as I'm browsing through the store, there was another rack. And that same CD popped out at me, His Unfailing Love. And I was like, no, I don't need any more CDs. On the way to the register, I walked past it again. And I'm like, okay, God, got the message. So it went in my cart. And I purchased this CD. And shortly thereafter, um, we went through a really hard time as a family. Our home flooded. I have four little boys and a husband. Um, and our home flooded. I literally carried my children out of the house and put them in a boat. Um, wow. And then my husband lost his job because he didn't pre-authorize vacation days while we were staying in a shelter flooded out of our home. Because we apparently oh. didn't know that he needed to schedule vacation for that. <laughs> Well, you were in a boat. I know. (laughs) And so we had suddenly lost everything on the lower level of our house. We had to rebuild from the ground up at home. We had to rebuild financially. We just lost everything and everything just felt hopeless. And that CD, His Unfailing Love, became my anchor. And it played over and over and over. And I played it in the car, I ejected it and it went into the house and I played it in the house and I ejected it and took it back to the car. It went with me everywhere. And it really, really became my anchor. And while we're trying to rebuild, my husband's trying this for income and I'm doing that for income. And we've been, you know, at that point I was doing photography, I was doing taxes, I was doing, you know, five other different home-based businesses and, and teaching preschool, you know, and trying to help with whatever I could to make things happen. And as I drove past this building, it was a daycare that had been closed. And I'm like, oh, interesting. That was a daycare building. It's for lease. I drove by. Second day, I drove by it. That daycare's for lease. You should call on that. Third day, I drive, start to drive by and my car falls in front of it. And I said, oh, oh God, you meant that I should stop and I should call. And so I placed the call. Um. And the owner came over and introduced himself. And Steve and I, Steve happened to be two blocks away. He was like four blocks away. We connected. And that day he handed us the keys to the daycare. He said, I just feel like God needs you guys to do this. And Steve and I were like, you, he literally knew I was Tina and my husband was Steve. And here's the keys to my building and property. He only had our, my cell phone number. He had no other info from us. And yet he trusted God and he trusted us. And I knew at that moment that God trusted us to do big things. And we built this daycare from the ground up 11 years ago. And at that point, I didn't know that it was going to fly very well. And I thought God had a real sense of humor because I had always said, I would maybe do preschool, but I would never do daycare. That's just too much work. Well, and now we've been at 11 years, but that's amazing. I didn't even know that whole story. That's an incredible story of faith and courage just to take a leap of faith and open a daycare. And you ended up with over 200 children that you were caring for. 
at one point we had grown where we had two buildings. We had over 200 kids and I had over 35 staff. We were the largest in the county. And as other things happened with COVID and everything, I knew it was time that we could scale back again. And I'm so grateful because now we're back down to around 50 to 75 kids, it fluctuates, and about 20 staff. And it's a much smaller, more cohesive group. But I waited until God said it was time to shift back down to that core group. And it, it's just been such a learning process every step of the way. When I feel like it's hopeless and, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Heavenly Father's handed me everything I've needed. And music is what has always given me that solace. And one of the songs on your CD, His Unfailing Love, is He is my savior too. And I remember through the years of my life being quick to tell someone else, oh, God loved you. He's got it. He's got you. He'll take care of you. But I often struggled with accepting and owning that for myself. And I remember driving down the street and listening to that song with new ears one day and having to pull over because I was sobbing because I knew how much he loved me personally. And things shifted. And then it was shortly thereafter, I had this dream. And at the daycare, I was standing in the back of a classroom watching Karen sit on a little chair playing guitar and singing for all these little children on the floor at the daycare and I'm like what in the world is going on and as parents arrived I would just escort them in and they were just joining the group and so I messaged Karen and say hey I know you don't really know me we had like met at a book signing in passing and I said but I had this dream and you were in it and so then we jumped on a call together. And from there, life changed. And it changed a lot. Well, this is amazing because that's when you enrolled in the module called the Lullaby Connection and just dove into the entire Joy Coaching curriculum into Joy Coaching America, Joy Coaching Academy, and became a certified Joy Coach. And we've been together ever since. And now you are my administrative assistant. And so that is a pretty incredible, incredible journey. It's so amazing how if we listen, like what I hear from the story that you just shared is, is if we listen, God will guide us. And we never know when these little nuances of just simply buy that CD and three times you had to be told just buy that CD. You already had lots and lots of other music, but just to buy that CD and then the unfolding of now what is today and now together and with other joy coaches of women across America, we are providing coaching in a very unique way, in a very unique fashion. It is a very faith-based Christ-centered organization, which has this year turned over a new leaf and become a ministry because there are times when we feel impressed the individual coaches feel impressed to give a session out of love or to give a session for a loaf of bread or for a service that someone can provide back so that they feel the value of the coaching session. We don't want to turn anybody away because we know that there are so many people in the world grieving. And what I love about you, Tina, is 
the effervescence, we were talking about this last night, the effervescence, the enthusiasm, the creativity, the genius that you bring to this organization and realizing that every woman has a gift, an area of expertise and a focus that it, if those of you who are listening, when you find your area of expertise, find a community of people to give to and to bless. And I just, I love how you've done that, Tina. I love your generous giving spirit, your giving heart and what you're creating in your community in Washington. And we're gonna come back after these messages and I want you to share the other, the next leap of faith that you have taken in what you are creating, what you have just bulldozed, knocked down walls, erected new walls, and the business that you are creating. And I want you to tell the areas of community that you serve, the people that can come to you, uh, what you offer as a joy coach, what you have to share, what you have to give. They'll learn a little bit about joy coaching as you share the services that you are rendering and the ministry that you are providing. This is Karen Lynn Grant. I'm interviewing the wonderful, amazing Tina Kendall on Joy Coaching America Radio. This will be a podcast and you will be able to access this after this show airs this Saturday. Thank you everyone for joining us. His love belonged to you. I thought that you were the one he died for. I never knew. I did not understand the mercy in his hands he offers to me too. His love was large enough to encircle you and cover your weakness. He forgave the price of your sin was paid, but did I did believe I could receive the gift he gave?